making sure that you just present yourself the best way possible because once college is done, <laughs> it's kind of like a where are they now mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, right. all right, you was you was like the main guy on campus talking to all the girls, but you graduate and then it's like, but I didn't really do much. Now you're a clown. What's going on, everybody? It is I, Gene the Genius. Saad the Guru. And it is... What's today's... Well, I never know what today's date is. Today is... All right. That. Today is October 26th, 2017. You better go the year, at least. Come on, man. <laughs> Sometimes I do put 2018, but it's all right. All right. So today's guest is Rutgers Class of 2017 alumna, Lyndon Native, travel expert, Manessa... Oh, <laughs> How you say your last name though? Lomagist. Yeah, that's really Haitian. Yeah. It's super Haitian, like my last name. But um welcome to Nabra Talk. Thank you for coming on. And Thank you for having me. Nah, no problem, man. We're gonna have an exciting show today. Uh we're gonna go into our announcements first. So you know it's breast cancer. I think it's it's the last week of October. Next week is November. Um, although breast cancer in men is rare. An estimated 2,470 men will be diagnosed with breast cancer and approximately 460 will die each year. Over 3.3 million breast cancer survivors are alive in the United States today. So some of the breast cancer, like um, like how to, you know, the uh, ways to get breast cancer pretty much is like radiation exposure, high levels of hormone, estrogen, um, family history of breast cancer, especially breast cancer that is related to the brca2 gene i don't really know what that is do you know what that is no i don't do that i don't know what it is either but i thought they didn't know what caused cancer exactly well i heard that one of the main reasons why you get cancer is because of radiation i've always heard is radiation really and food i know it's genetic too like yeah run in the family Mm mm-hmm has your mom, has your mother ever told you, oh, Manessa, don't eat this and that? Don't you stand by get the cancer. All that. Yeah. It's Patience. Yeah, of course. Because <laughs> they, they go by word of mouth. They don't yeah. go by news or anything. They just say, my friend at work told me this and that. Like, I was eating um uh, everything bagel at home. Everything bagel? Every, okay. With the, you know, with the little. Yeah. yeah. Everything. It's, that's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> so she was like, uh, she came up to me and she said, you know, let me tell you something. What you're eating right there? No, your we'll mom give did you. Not. Yo, my mom was she off what a you bagel? off a bagel. I was like, I'm eating. I'm like, yo, I just want to eat a bagel. She was like, that's gonna give you cancer. I said, who told you this? Oh, she said, wow, she, <laughs> she said, mom. I was like, what? She said, yeah, my, someone at my job told me. I was like, where is where are the resources, please? Because I think people at your job just talking. Word. <laughs> and from that day on, bro, I haven't bought in everything bagel. Are you serious? I'm, de- I'm serious, yo. I haven't bought a bagel. Well, everything big one um, since she's told me that. Even though I know she playing, and my mom, she just lets people put stuff whatever she wants in her head. But um, moving on, hundreds of new homes in New Jersey. <laughs> so they got there's there's a few homes in New Jersey that were built with toxic chemicals. Um, there was wow. a couple in Scotch. There was a couple in Scotch Plains. So two people who were pretty much getting married. In Scotch Plains, New Jersey, who spent nearly a hundred thousand on a custom home, and unfortunately, prior to their move-in day, they reported a leak that consisted of toxic chemicals, which resulted to them putting a hold on um, occupying the home. That must suck. It That's sucks because, wild. like, they and it's not just their home. It's probably it's a lot of the places like in that area and the and on nj.com's it quoted a major lumber supplier had botched a batch of floor joists late last year causing them to emit 
formaldehyde, a known carcinogen. Formaldehyde. formaldehyde. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. When he said it, I was like, isn't that pronounced formaldehyde? <laughs> I don't know. I'm about to say it out loud. No, I gotcha, but you be, I gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> but it's a, it's a known carcinogen that yeah. can cause acute health problems. The production mistake wasn't disclosed until months later, meaning hundreds of homes across the state That's and country crazy. were built with suppliers leaking the dangerous chemical. All I got to say is before you buy a, a new home or build one on, on toxic land, make sure y'all do your research. Please, because I the reason why I brought this article out is because um, I plan on doing something like, you know, building homes in the future. And one of the main things you need to know is what land you're building it on. Mm-hmm. Um, that's and the if, most important thing. They, yeah, that's the like, so that's like number one. If you don't know that, you're pretty much screwed like people in Scotch Plains are. That's how people get messed up in California when they got the landslides and stuff yeah. like that. Definitely, definitely. And the sinkholes because the house is built on like. Uh, weak land. Um, so we're gonna go on a quick break, and when we come back, we are going to start our interview with Manessa. We'll be right back. Woo, woo. Uh, so, if anyone's out there who's looking for a tutor for college papers, um, essays, job resumes, cover letters, um, if you need help with any type of like homework especially in the fields of reading comprehension um and literacy from grades 2 through 12 uh please contact genius tutoring at exumeje at kane.edu um you can also now nah, i'm not gonna put my phone number out like that um also, if you are in the Union County area and you're looking for a professional consistent barber, check out Kel Peoples located at Clippers Barbershop in Lindy, New Jersey. For verification purposes, if you want, if you want to see his work, follow him on Instagram at lifestyle underscore trill. That's L-I-F-E-S-T-Y-L-E underscore T-R-X-L-L. Now, our focus is on our guest, Manessa. How you doing, Manessa? I'm doing good. How are you? You on live, so say what's good to IG, even though there's nobody here. What's good, IG? <laughs> <laughs> so, you want to introduce yourself and let everyone know who you are, what you do, where you come from? Sure. So, my name is Manessa. I'm from London, New Jersey. I went to school at Rutgers, and I studied chemistry with a concentration in chemical biology. And I also minored in French while I was there. Um, as a student, I studied abroad worked in a research lab, did like the intern co-op thing. Um, and now I work at L'Oreal as a hair color chemist. Nice. Well, congratulations on graduating from Rutgers. That's Thank what's you. up. Um, one question that I do have is how, how, was, how was your family household growing up? Um, it was pretty good. I mean, I was the youngest and, you know, I'm Haitian, so my mom was strict. Mm. It was none of that horse playing around <laughs> like she didn't tolerate it so um i think that that is a big reason as the as why i am the way i am like mm-hmm. i'm very um straightforward kind of like focused i would say i'm hard on myself but i feel like i have to be that way like there's no time for slacking off okay what made you get into uh uh science and chemistry though I was always into science. Um, Dad, like, you was always into science? Always into science. Like, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> solar system projects, like, science fair. Like, my science fair project was, like, how to how to remove concealer off of your skin. Wait, what? Yeah, it was crazy because I didn't even know back then I would want to do the whole, like, cosmetics kind of thing. It was mm-hmm. just, like, a fun science project to me. Okay. And then I had a really good teacher in high school who's my chem teacher, um, and I did like the IB program, so I took mm-hmm. chem for like two years in high school, well, three technically, but it was like at a very high level. And I don't know, just understanding all the things that we learned and like how she was really passionate and like patient with us kind of like got me into like the STEM kind of field. Mm-hmm. Um, I never really wanted to like do anything else. Um, and so from there, I like applied to Rutgers. So did you apply to any other schools besides Rutgers? So originally I wanted to do pharmacology. So my life goal is to like find a cure for like cancer and stuff like that. So I applied to Rutgers, FDU and St. John's. Mm. But Rutgers offered me the most financial aid. Of so course. I mm. went there. Fall into that. I don't think it's 
like the school system's crazy. Like school's Man, too expensive. That's what. Yeah, I've been telling everybody. Oh, I am done with school. Like I'm low key done. Like my head, senior itis is real, bro. <laughs> I am done. I don't want to be here. I haven't done like no work this entire. That's not good. <laughs> what are you? How yeah, you, you can't. Graduate? You can't do that senioritis yeah, stuff you did in high school. Just, Look at Vanessa looking like I'm low key trying to get them to kick me out so I can have oh, a new What? Yeah. Okay, like, yeah. he's on another <laughs> level. Yo, I'm bro. really od smart though. Like I don't. We really know that. All right, but you, that doesn't mean you could slack off. Like, cause then you're gonna get lazy. That's not good. First of all, understand. I have oh. senioritis since since first <laughs> before year. he was in school. <laughs> I had senioritis since. Uh, Senior year in high school, so All right. it never went it, away. And just stay with Somehow you. <laughs> I always pass my classes. I don't understand how it just always happens. That's because that you don't go to the right schools. That's how I feel. I go to Kane University. That's my point. <laughs> I need Ooh. a challenge. I'm s i am I went to Kane and I don't think I've challenged myself no, enough. I'm gonna say Rutgers was hard. You, it was? Yeah, I've heard that. I'm doing a lot. my masters well, now and undergrad was like my masters is not nearly as hard as undergrad. Like that's like a make it or break it experience. Yeah. But, but um dang, well see, y'all made me lose my train of thought. Uh so was IB taking IB class like science classes, was it challenging for you or was just was it just natural? No, IB was definitely challenging. Um, because it's not like it was just one class that was hard and required a lot of work. It was every single class you took every single day, <laughs> like you had mad homework, like and it was like crazy. Cause it's not like it was just nuts. Like, it didn't follow a curriculum that a normal... Like, the IB program is an international program. Mm-hmm. So, it exceeds the curriculum right. of, like, Linden High School's right. honors or AP classes. Um, but it was very intense. But I honestly think taking the IB classes when I did was why college was more manageable. Like, college was definitely hard, but I was able to manage it. Like, I knew, like, study habits and things like that. Like, I didn't need someone to teach me how to study or, like, how to take notes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Because I was used to doing it on, like, a very intelligent and, like, in-depth level. I haven't studied since I took the HESPA. <laughs> it's the HESPA. Yo, the HESPA. Boy, Yo. you could pass the HESPA without studying. And yeah, actually, the HESPA's actually, not anything. First of all, you understand. HESPA for me, I took, I took a junior year. <laughs> we all did, like, dude. I didn't know how to write an essay until junior year. Okay, okay, see, that's what I'm saying. That's a problem. Like that's, that's bad. I didn't learn how to, I didn't learn how to write an essay in school. See, I went to a, a private problem. school, and then junior year is my first time ever being. You didn't a have to school. write essays in private school. Uh, I plagiarized almost everything they wanted to give me. Lord. Lord. Or what I just is going paid on? somebody to do my essay for see, me. Nah. But oh. then I realized I was like OD smart when I realized I can write an excellent essay under twenty minutes. But then again, you're writing to their standards, and that's another that's another I problem. Yeah, like you you just write to like who knows how high or low their standards are. So I mean, I do that in college too. I used to write my <laughs> papers like right before the class started, and the day it was due. Mm. See, I don't uh, think that's good. Like, and it's weird because I've gotten <laughs> I've gotten told one time I wrote a paper in French, and like I did it the night before because I forgot about it. She told me that was the best paper I wrote the entire semester. Mm. But that doesn't make me feel good as a student because then yeah. it's like, if well, I'm sitting here writing a paper a week before, is you know, revising it, going over and over and over, going over and over again, you just tell me I did that work for no reason. Because like, I'm, I went through that one time. Uh, I had a professor, he, uh, Dr. Katz. Yeah, he loved my papers. He, <laughs> he, but the thing is, I his papers, you have to really write. Like, yeah. you can't wait. So... One, whenever I did his papers, I would, you know, work work on it a week in advance. And those were the papers I got C's on. But the one I, I spent five hours on, mm-hmm. those were the ones I got B's and A's. I'm like, what is going on here, yeah, bro? Yeah, I the first paper I did in cat's class, and I was so mad. Because I wrote a great paper. I got an A on it, right? But the A that I got was like, the, it was like a 90A. And I had the third highest grade in the class. But he printed out the first highest grade and made everybody read that. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, Yo, this is a perfect paper. Oh, yeah, he did that. I was like, uh, I was like that's wild. But that was crazy because the girl that, that he showed the, she was in our class. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Yo, we became friends after that. I was yeah. like, Yeah, I respect you because you would a better paper than me, according to Katz. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Katz made you work, though. He made yeah, his, you he work, made you bro. think. Mm-hmm. What class did he teach? This was English uh, literature. Like you know how people be like, "Oh, English, not this." Nah, mm-hmm. he w- he deserved was a it better. American lit? 
It was American lit. No, Amer- British lit. It was British lit and modern poetry. But it was British, I think it's British lit too. Yeah, and he 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 deserved a better position than where he was at because okay. he should have been in like Ivy League schools. The way he made his students think and work, <laughs> I never had a professor that made my brain hurt, but for the right reasons, bro. And he retired too. He, yeah. he retired last semester, and he was for the students. He was for he yeah. was like guys. He You're was, not um, getting the education. He was need. the president of the uh, the union for, mm-hmm. for professors yeah. and, stu- and teachers. He was the guy who actually stood up for us uh, throughout. That's really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he, has, he was he the has few. Whole, yeah, yeah. He had my respect. I respect Professor Cass. I miss him low yeah, key for real. Shout out to Professor Cass. Shout out. <laughs> it's like our third <laughs> shout out we gave <laughs> Professor Cass low key. Now you got to Rutgers in 2012. Nah, you graduated in two all right, two thousand. Oh, dang, you you young. All right, okay. so you got to Rutgers in two thousand thirteen. What was the transition like from high school to college? Um, I don't know, cause I would always say I was very independent. Okay, so it wasn't like a big break, and I was like, oh, I'm finally free. Like I was always good. Like. Mm-hmm. You didn't see anything different from the, the I environment. I realized it's girls that act a little bit inappropriate when I got to <laughs> college, and that. <laughs> guys really be wowing when I like cause I didn't really experience any of that in like high school cause you know it's like so close everybody know yeah. everybody but like black Rutgers messy did you go to New Brunswick you went to New Brunswick yeah yeah. black Rutgers messy I remember I was watching one of your snaps one oh, time you wow. got that memorable like, this is with this one iconic Vanessa snap? snap the one where you were parked in the parking lot of your dream job Oh, and you were like I used to park outside of Chanel yeah and mm. she was and you were like there was like your motive, like a motivational. I would night. always go there if like, because college feeling, was hard. Yeah, like, so you so just as a reminder, or if like my grades was looking a little crazy, I would just drive there, and it was like a I had to drive, like mm. so you know on the way driving you thinking, and then to me the building is beautiful, and so I would just park there just to like think, and just like reflect on stuff. And you would think about like just my future, your for future sure. and stuff like, like that. All That's that college stuff is only temporary. How does that make you feel knowing you've been able to reach one of your goals so far? Well, I think it's amazing because, like, sometimes at work, I know people because I was an intern, but mm-hmm. then people know me and I'd never met them before. And they're like, oh, yeah, you were an intern last year. And I was like, what? You work for L'Oreal, right? I work for L'Oreal now, I yeah. Think that, I think that's the thing with certain companies that um, they don't, you don't know them, but because they're such a good company they know you and they're big so like who knows when these people saw me like because we like as interns we had events together i did like a final presentation in front of whoever wanted to come Mm -hmm. so i didn't necessarily know everybody in the crowd and like people are asking me questions i don't know who they are for sure but it's definitely like i think that's the best way to secure something that you want to do is to intern for um, real and be the best intern because anybody can intern and be there's some crappy interns yeah, out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, because they just, they, they, I think they just want to do it to, to put it, it on, the resume. on the resume, but they're yeah. not actually going for that like experience. Like stepping stone of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. honestly, that's the easiest way to get into a mm-hmm. big company is to intern for them. Do you remember what you, what you did your presentation on? Uh, that's confidential information. Oh. Um, that's actual confidential. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like that's proprietary. Mm-hmm. To okay. L'Oreal. But it was in regards to um hair structure and protection. That's what's up. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, what were some of like the sac- what were some of the sacrifices you had to make in order to get to where you need to be now? So, I know like you see my snaps and it looked like I would always like, you know, be out and stuff, but there were literally so many times where I would be like, "Guys, I can't go out with y'all. I'm going to go sit in the library." Throughout all my 4 years, I had that mentality like, "When push comes to shove, I'm not going to be that person that's like, you know the meme where it's like Oh, I didn't submit my homework, or oh, I didn't oh, when it's like when it's eleven fifty nine, eleven fifty nine, and you at a party, <laughs> he's drunk. like, nah, no, uh-uh. I refuse to be that person. You can't, especially um, not with that major. You can't nah. afford that because then it's like you, you what? fail one class. They don't offer that class until next year. Yeah, like you gotta a wait dub. a whole year to retake classes. Sometimes that's like, a dub, bro. Nah, people so, don't. Like, yeah. With that, I ver- I kept myself very strict about like studying, and making sure I was on top of my grades. That's what's up. You lit. See me, I have Bruh, no more. I'm not saying play games since high school. Major core classes left, so like any class I gotta take now, I really don't care. Only core class I have left is senior sim. But I even took classes, so I took a social media class, mm-hmm. 
just because I still had to be a full-time student, like, my last semester. Mm-hmm. And it, it was a very rewarding class. Mm-hmm. And I also took a black male identity class. And I never got... I never had now, is that room in my schedule. Nah, we what talked about mad that? stuff in the Wait, what happened? I want, I want to hear about like, that. We talked about um, the Reconstruction period after slavery where they, you know, started just rounding up black people to send them back into jail. To That's how they formed the modern-day prison system. Right, right. We were just it's talking like, about yeah, that. Yeah, like, they was get, arresting people for walking on railroads yeah. like or playing dice outside their own house. Like, mm-hmm. they had these laws that were, like, crazy just right. to secure numbers. Just to make sure. You know, the Emancipation Proclamation actually states that you're only a free citizen unless you get locked up in prison. If you're incarcerated, you're that. no longer. Once no you're incarcerated, you no longer have rights. You and are now a slave. I feel like that that is kind of still true today because once someone kind I think of? gets a federal charge or something like that, they can no longer vote. Like you, can, you, you can't vote for their, uh, like, you can't vote for about twelve years. Yeah, like you just that's three elections right there, Bruh, like And you, look, you look, take away rights. From check them. this out. You have the the most the the number of people in jail is overpopulated by colored. And then and then when you think about it, so when those people get out of jail, they can't vote, right? So now mm-hmm. you're like, all right, well, they can't vote. So now most of your votes are going to go to who? Trump. What? <laughs> white people. So you got I white was going to say that. I was using the yeah. example. I was, um, so, yeah, exactly. So it's the system. They created their own system, and you just got to find ways to beat it. But like I like it. it it's just you have to try to avoid it as much as possible. Even sometimes you can't. Some people really can't because we're talking about innocent people mm-hmm. doing time yeah. in jail for, for crimes they for didn't crimes commit. They didn't commit. Khalid. Khalid Browder. Yeah, I saw the documentary. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm on episode four right now. Nah, I started crying. You cry, Yo, I got mad. Like me, I don't cry. I get really pissed. He was young. like 16. For a book bag. Solitary confinement. Confinement? For like, a book bag? Dude, I can't even drive like 10 minutes without being like, I got to call somebody. I'm bored. For a book like, bag that he crazy. did not yo. steal. A book bag. That he did not steal. A book bag, bro. That he did and not steal. And even if he did steal stuff, the bag. He was in jail before he was even charged. To me, that's the crazy that's part. That's the part. Y'all yeah. had him at Rikers. He wasn't Rikers even Island, yo. charged with a crime. They had him at Even Rikers. if he stole the bag, that's not Rikers Island level. Worthy, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, like bro. No, I, I heard wild. about this story when it happened. Like, I've heard about this story a thousand times. I never watched that documentary. Nah, watch the nah, documentary. Jay Z did a great job. I know job. he did a great job. But y'all understand? I never forget it. This is a, this is an effective memory for me. I never forget being in eighth grade watching that documentary about Emmett Till. Mm. Because when I mean, I was so heated, bro. I was sitting there like, I want to fight. Yeah, that's that's how like, I felt. Watching it was just this. like that. I want to fight. I don't. I don't want to talk. I don't want no. I want to fight. That's how I was coming. Like I just yeah. wanted to fight because I really get. You know, we don't understand movies like that. Yeah, it makes really yeah. touch my soul, and I get angry because that's three years. He was sixteen, could have been ha- almost done and with I college. Watch it. You don't know where and the the the, and the, the system like that follow you everywhere. Yo. Whether or not you really did it, one Google search and you have. I'm sorry, so Your you name. have a criminal yeah. is a rap for you. Like and you can't explain. You yeah, no you can, and they're not they're not trying to hear you about. Oh, it was a mistake. It's just you're brand you're branded. That's it. Yeah, you're just branded. Even sometimes that. with like um, financial aid, oh. I think it's um, on the FAFSA. If yeah, you ever been got convicted, arrested or something like yeah, that, it's like, over. Last year, it's a wrap. It's a wrap for you. It's a wrap. Like, like they, I feel like they don't give you any type Nothing. of second chance. Yo, they were delaying anything. over, and they at they asked the lady. They said uh, one of the judges. He said they said do do you take any responsibility because he's been in your courtroom six times? Um, she said um. We all should take responsibility. What uh, color was she? She was black. That's the funny part. Mm. She, I was like, no, Trick, you oh, should take responsibility. Oh. Like, you can say that? Trick, yes, you can. Not, you can't <laughs> say the other word. <laughs> Listen, Why? Um, after all that you've been through <laughs> and what you've been able to accomplish, mm-hmm. how confident are you now moving forward with new goals and new aspirations? Um, I think I'm very confident. There's just one, at work, I'm always like the youngest person. In the room, so I think How old are you? I'm 22. Oh really? High five. 22 game. Yeah, it's deuce. lit. But like, yeah, like my coworkers are like in their 30s. Like my manager has a kid, so I just feel like I don't know if they actually take me serious at work. 
And so that's like one thing. Um, but aside from like outside of work, I think I'm pretty confident with like my goals. Like I want to um, mentor until I've like tried to like find some outlets to do stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. um, I really think it's super important that I have like a focus on like girls in STEM because like, you know, I'm biased to that. But it's really hard being like, a woman of color in STEM. Oh, like, yeah. oh I we just, we talk about that in, all the time. When I was at Rutgers, nobody would let me in their labs. Like, I didn't get into a research lab until I was a junior, like, so, spring semester. Get Mind out. you, it's kids that was, they were doing research before they even got to school. Like, people have been doing research since freshman year, and I would always meet and meet and meet and meet with these people, sit down with their postdocs and sit down with their um, PhD candidates and, like, explain to them, like, why I'm interested in their research. Sorry, um, we just found someone that was a little bit more qualified. Bye. Like, move. It took you three years. Three years. Wow, yo. We have someone who's in STEM right now, but for information systems at Rutgers, and mm-hmm. she's she's working um, with a group, and they just, the way they treat her in the group I is because it. she's black and she's a female. It's like. I had someone she, tell me, um, Matt, okay, so one time this boy told me, and I'm going to say he's white because he is. I was in the lab, we were talking about something, and he was like, also, like, what do you want to do? I was like, I, I was, like, I told them I had a job for L'Oreal, and he's mm-hmm. like, so wait, why are you here? Why do you, why do you want to work in a polymer lab? Mm-hmm. I don't have, I can't be here if I want to gain experience in something else. That same guy, because I had these shades where you, it was like reflective on the inside, mm-hmm. and all day I'm like, damn, these shades are kind of weird. Like, I just can't put my finger on it. So I go in the lab, and I used to always wear my sunglasses. And so someone is like, oh, you can, like, he was standing by the window, so you could see the window behind him mm-hmm. through the glasses. And he was like, oh, you could see behind me. And I was like, oh, wow, I didn't notice that. And he was like, the white boy said, oh, what do you mean you didn't notice that? You're, you, you're a bad scientist. Huh? What? what does that mean? Where's the correlation? <laughs> like, where is the correlation? <sighs> I mean, Man, I'm not going to respond to that one because I kind of see the correlation there. I don't see it because I guess you can detective. say you should be observant of yeah. everything, but I notice everything. So oh, he just trying to be smart. Yeah, he was being smart. Yeah, like he, he want to like, get slapped. You know what's crazy though? Like yesterday, the other day, my boy, he was he, he just got his first job. He just got his, on his first day working at the airport. He just started working there, right? And turns out he had a warrant for a parking ticket. So Bruh. TSA don't locked him up. Oh. oh Lord! TSA locked him up. And mind you, he just started working at the airport. It was Is his he first a TSA day. TSA agent? No. Okay. They locked him up, right? But we got him out or whatever. And we, me and him, was waiting in the lobby of Terminal B at Newark International mm-hmm. Airport. We was waiting for somebody from the company to bring his stuff because they they, they didn't take his stuff with him when they arrested yeah. him. So this guy, we waited like 30, 45 minutes, and he should have been there in five. So, mind you, we're kind of aggravated already. They was probably searching his stuff. They got there, right? The guy who was bringing his stuff was black. He had dreads. He was heated when he saw him. He's like, you Eamon Howard? He was like, yeah. He said, he looked, at, he looked at his boy. He was like, that's crazy, right? That's crazy. Like, What's crazy? He was like, this white guy handed me your stuff, right? Told me to bring it to you. And you, that you was here. I asked him, what do you look like? He said, a convict. What? And I was like, what? What you mean he a what? convict? He was like, he looked like a convict. He's not what black. What does a convict, what does a convict then, look like? Then he was like, he's not black, though. My boy is dark-skinned. Bro. <laughs> oh, Lord. Like, like you knew Jesus the bias Christ, that you put man. out there, and you tried to make it a joke and take it back. Like, that's not funny. But why, like, would you, why would you say that to another black person? First of all, at work, people don't understand things like that should not happen at work. Word. Stuff like that should not happen at work. That's not okay. Like people are being too. I think it's because of Trump. People are being too open, open yeah. openly. Very dis- open oh, at work, like. they got people who come in there because our our my job is little Haiti, bro. Is almost all Haitians work there. <laughs> Where do you work? I work at um, Capital One. Oh, okay. so but so I understand what ma- what managers does, and you know because it's highly populated with foreign people and stuff. So you're yeah, gonna you have, have to hire people, people that like, that. like that. But then you got the the so once you have that. White people become the minorities who come in there. You might get a white person who comes in there like once a week or something, mm-hmm. and you have that one guy who says like, "Oh, uh, he'll ha- he'll say like slick Haitian comments and stuff like that." And I'm like, and they're like, "Gene, just keep your composure and give the man <laughs> his money and go." Stuff about like, cause he was working with my coworker next to me, and he's and he's saying, "Oh, uh, your hair looks Haitian." That I'm like, he's like, "Gene, just ignore it." I'm like. I'm sorry, what, what does, what does Haitian hair look like? 
<laughs> and he's like, it's a lot of Haitians around here. Like every Those time he comes things. in, he got something to say about Haitians, and I'm like, bruh. Uh, before we end that conversation, mm-hmm. it's only really one way to change that: civil society. And civil society is when you come together as a group of people, and you govern your own society. It's an NGO. That means the government has no say. And what I think happens? I've heard of this before. Every white people do it all the time. <laughs> they have their little societies where they have security, not cops. If you do something in this area, a cop isn't coming to you. They'll get security first, and then if you committed a crime, security will hold you, and then call the police, and then the police will pick you up from whatever wherever security is holding you at. Mm-hmm. Black people can do that. It's oh yeah, you told yeah you mentioned that like yeah. having your own security force exactly, and nobody thinks of that. Yeah, you could create your own, definitely. Um, aside from so our number talk of the evening is about um traveling and how how college students can budget to travel mm-hmm. because you have you have like a travel blog right? Well, you're it's, it's pipeline. 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 Okay, but you've done a f- you've done a lot of tr- traveling in the mm-hmm. past. So I heard you went to Europe. I did. Hey, you Liddy, how was that? Um, I went to eight you, countries. Eight so countries. Really fun. What countries? I went to England, France, Spain, Italy, Greece, uh, Czech Republic, uh, Germany, and Amsterdam. Mm. That's mm, a big Amsterdam. What were which one was the best one? Prague. Move. <laughs> <laughs> Prague and Greece were like really nice. Like when I went to Greece, I went to Mykonos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Mykonos. So like next, I gotta go to like Santorini. You know, like the island where like everything is white and blue. Mykonos is one of those um, wow. Greek islands. What do you mean white and blue? Like white sand. So you sand. see pictures like on. Let me see if I can. Pull you follow Earth Pics on Twitter? Me? No. Yeah, nah. That's where all the like. Thought you had a friend. So this is um, my phone to load and not embarrass me. You're not on Wi-Fi. Uh, this is Mykonos. Like everything is like white, and like it's a beach town. Like it's really nice. Yeah, it looked real nice. It's really nice. Yeah. I've seen that flag before. I know that. Okay. Yeah. So it's one of the. (coughs) (coughs) That's what's up. So you budget everything on your own when you're traveling. Yeah. How do you do that? So usually I'll pick somewhere I want to go. Mm-hmm. Like, in March, I'm trying to go to, well, I am going to New Orleans. Okay. So, the moment I know I want to go somewhere or I have a reason to go somewhere, I start budgeting. Okay. And so, I use this app called Capital. Um, I have that one. Yeah. So, I use that and I set up, like, an, like a little fund mm-hmm. and I figure out how much money I need. I usually, if I'm going one place, depending on where I go, I try not to max more than, like, $500. Like, 600 is my super max. Okay. Um, and that includes ticket, that includes hotel, flight, hotel, all that. Okay. Like, um, and from there, I'll like save towards the trip. Um, and then I also will like set aside money from if I'm like working. So like when I was a student, I would like use that app, but mm-hmm. also allocate funds from my check. To, like, right, my right, account, right. Because I'm like, okay, I'm trying to take this trip soon. Like, yeah, because that app money takes over. money. Yeah, that on app its takes own. money on its own. Yeah, but. It's just always good to have more than one place to put your money, in exactly. my honest opinion. Yeah. Can't put um, all your eggs in one basket. And, like, who knows if the app will reach my target amount by the time by I the need time, it. By the time, yeah. So then I have an amount, and, you know, I do the rules and stuff, but it may not always reach the amount I need. Um, and so I do that. And I typically will book my trip at least a month in advance. I Like, I feel like if you do it any closer than that, you're taking the L. Because you're paying like, to you're paying yeah, more. Yeah, so there's like a period where you can buy a plane ticket and it really not be that expensive. So when I went to Europe, I was going to Europe in June. Mm-hmm. I bought my plane ticket in January. Guess how much my ticket was? What? It was like six hundred dollars to not, Europe. That's not expensive. No, normally a, a flight to Europe is like twelve hundred, thirteen hundred dollars. Mm. Like it's like out because it's out the country. Yeah, and it's like an eight-hour flight. So, and that's round six hundred round trip. Okay, that's okay, all right, right, all right. Like, Yo, like, you said six hundred one no, way, six hundred there, six hundred back, six hundred round trip. You saved your life. I'm like, 
I might have to live I there for a little bit. Bad, like, wow. Make the six hundred again <laughs> to go bad. back <laughs> yeah, get a so job. My apologies. Okay. I didn't say six hundred round trip. So typically it'd be like twelve hundred, thirteen hundred round trip Dang. to go to Europe. Damn. Okay. Yeah. So like I saved half. Yeah, that's not bad. So that's not bad. that. Me and my friend, we booked in stages. Um, like we would book because we did like a city every two days. So we were like, we're gonna book these like three cities mm-hmm. today. Next week I get paid. We gonna book the other city. Like uh, up until we were done. So by the time I graduated college, my trip was set, um, and I wasn't leaving for another month. Nice. But I had did all the planning and work in advance, and so everything was set. Um, but I've gone to Puerto Rico and Toronto for like five hundred dollars. Four days, three day, three nights, and probably like four days, nice. which I think is like a pretty decent vacay. In like Toronto, I went like New Year's Eve one time, and then Puerto Rico, I went like early May, like right when I got out of school. That's what's up. Um, and I did like a week in Puerto Rico. Do you network when you go on um, these trips, or are you just no, going so out there? No, so when I go on vacation, I'm just like you know, like the Haitian expression that'd be like my boy club went. Uh huh. That's <laughs> me on vacation. Like, Wait. It's wow. like it's it's crazy. It's it kind of sounds like you're it's drinking co- your money, yeah. but it's like you're just truly enjoying yeah, yourself. Yeah, that's, that's like, really that's you it. just you chilling. Like I do all the stuff I want to do on vacation. Like mm. I went to a rainforest in Puerto Rico. Wink, wink. Rented a car. <laughs> I rented a car. Wink, in Puerto Rico wink. For like thirty dollars. The what? Puerto, I rented a car in Puerto Rico for thirty dollars. Thirty bucks. Uh, wait for like three bucks a day or just? I think I had it for two days. It was just inexpensive. Like in Toronto, like Canada is another inexpensive place to go because the dollar's worth more money there. Mm. And so you good if you go to Toronto. That's what's up, yo. Dang. Yeah. That's crazy. And they don't have like a crazy tax. Like Puerto Rico tax, I think is like 19%. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, it's wild. What? Miami tax is like that too. Miami, like they tax everything. You get like you'll go to Miami and you'll go out to eat for twenty dollars. Your bill will come back and be like thirty five, forty dollars. Get nah. I swear to you, they be like tax, service fee, this fee, breathing free fee. (laughs) What? Yeah, Miami be wild. They give a different word for it, but low key, it's a breathing fee. Like yeah, you get charged to And then it's like they charge you a service fee, so you think you tipped already. That's and the breathing fee. Then it'd be at the bottom like suggested tip and you just be sitting at like the suggested table tip. Lost. You just charge me. I'd be sitting at that table confused. I said, you that know what you gotta do? Times. You gotta start charging them. Uh for <laughs> charging me <laughs> that much. Like what? Thirty five dollars. Yeah. Off it, of twenty? It'll, it'll go up real quick. What mm-hmm. all right, let's try to figure out the math. Why is it an extra fifteen? What are they missing because, down there? So like when you okay, so you look at the menu, you buy something for like twenty dollars, right? Drink whatever. They charge you like service fee of like three, okay, four dollars, right? Then they charge you sitting fee of this. Oh nah. Then <laughs> I'll like stand tax. there. I'm telling you, they just be adding you looking at it's, it's like, like I'll bring my own chair. Tuition bill, like, they charge you for everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you seen Whoa. the college tuition bill says air, grass, squirrels. That's my college. <laughs> the, the, the sidewalks that they never plow. Like, just be yo, I, yo, the college bills are crazy, yo. Like, the, the, the first time you looked at your graduate bill, did it scare you? Bruh, I almost <laughs> said I wasn't going. Like, Son. I was sitting there like, is it really worth it? I'm looking. Because I had grants a lot in scholarships, undergrad. Yeah. I had to pay out of pocket, no financial aid, and I didn't want to do no loans or mm-hmm. nothing like that. And it was for two classes. My graduate school bill was like six grand. For two classes? Yes. I was. I, I cannot was, say bruh. what I want to say on the radio. I know what nah, you want to say. I know what you want to say. But like, cause I, I like the schools I want to go. There's two out of the three I want to go to. They cost a Are house. Are you looking to do a master's or like a PhD? Um, I get I get a master's first before you I do a PhD. To. You don't have to. If you if you want a PhD, you should just do the PhD. Like I don't want a PhD. All right, listen. Now that I know that, I'll yeah, consider that. Yeah, because, like, a PhD, depending on the school, they'll pay for it. Like, you'll get, like, a graduate um, tuition ship or something like mm-hmm. that. So they'll pay for your, like, tuition there. Right. And then some schools will offer you, it's called a TA ship, my bad, mm-hmm. where you get paid, like, a little bit to, well, like, help an Oracle class. And right, stuff right, like right. Um, but, yeah, and the most 
It depends on, I guess it wouldn't be the, I don't know. But most research groups or whatever group you'd be joining, they get grants from the government. And so, and that's how they fund, like, a newcomer onto their group. The prices don't make sense, though. Yeah, nah. They cost houses. I looked up an MBA program. It was 110 grand. I was like. One was 135. The other one was 169. I was like. A uh, year. For one year. That's yeah. more than I've ever paid for school in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Yeah, uh, that's wild. But then I think about my eye. If I if I take out these loans, right, and I get this I get this refund check, right? I gotta flip the refund check over. You could never like unless you invest in some hard stocks. Right, that's what I'm saying. They, like sometimes it, you have to look at the way they like do your interest on the loan too. Yeah. Five percent daily, and that's a lot. Like Bruh. nah, no, son, it's wild. I'd be like, what? Yeah, I would uh, tell anybody to pay back any loans you have as fast as possible. And then you have some people who got loans with the sharks. What does that mean? That means it, private loans. Yeah, private oh, loans. Oh, yeah, no. Nah. Those are those different. And yeah. I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm not beef for that. And it's like, you thinking about like, how but do for you... for the amount of money you'll need, you'll more than likely need a private loan. Probably. And it's yeah. like, am I, do I really need to go there to p- and pay yeah. all that? It's like... Nowadays, really, I think about the money. Money's like the first priority when it That's comes to exactly school. That's exactly why yo. I went to Rutgers. It was very affordable. <sighs> and honestly, Rutgers has a very good reputation. So mm-hmm. They got a good reputation in education, but as far as athletics. I mean, I'm, <laughs> we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> Push that to the side. So uh, what advice would you give um, anybody when it comes to like school, young girls who want to be mm-hmm. in your major, um, or even just like traveling and stuff like that. What kind of ad- advice would you I give would people? I would just say um, be focused. Because when you're not focused, when you're trying to be in the mix, I was never in the mix. So, and by mix, I mean like at every student center party, at every function, at every, like at everything that like black records would do or like someone was throwing, I was never trying to be in the mix. Because you in the mix this day, then I'm like, oh, yeah, let's do this tomorrow. Then it's like a cycle. Then you forget, pause. I'm really here to be at school. I'm not here to be mingling and being mm-hmm. super social and stuff like that. And then that's when you, like, six weeks into the semester, you get a progress that you fail in some – it's too deep. It's too – you in too deep. It's too late. Like, you got to just stay focused. Um, I would also say that school definitely isn't everything, like, mm-hmm. as far as, like, being completely academics heavy. Like, you should have some balance. Um, as far as like doing other clubs and stuff while you're in school and definitely building your network. Um, I was never very comfortable with going up to someone and saying, hey, my name is Manessa. Like I seldom would like set up a meeting with a professor to be like, I like what you're doing unless I was trying to get into the lab. Like it was never anything like informal. Mm -hmm. I was always intimidated by that stuff. Um, But I would say that those networks that you build in college will definitely be worth it after you graduate because yeah you can like know what major you want to do know what job you want and you get there and you do it and then you're like this really not what i expected right but i have a friend that does x y and z let me see if they have room for me at their company and you knew that friend since you were in college so Mm -hmm. then that's like a legit connection that you have like you don't have to go on somebody linkedin and act all like (laughs) hey i saw that you did you know just trying to get your foot in the door like you have a solid connection they can vouch for you like just stuff like that um another thing i would say is to always keep notes and this is something i just started doing because one of my friends did it and like whenever we're at like a training or something for work i'm like writing notes because i have like questions and Mm -hmm. like i'm like well why does this do this and like just a whole bunch of like thoughts i have outside of like what you know is being discussed right and those kind of questions and those like curiosities or those like quick notes that you jot you never know where they can take you they could lead you to come be an inventor and like invent something crazy like they can be a point of reference when you're talking to someone else about something like mm-hmm. just always being on your toes with like what piques your interest because like yeah i work in chemistry right mm-hmm. but i love cars right like nobody knows that i like cars like yeah. i really look in cars i'm like wow that car is like mad sexy what's your favorite car um i like the audi r8 Everybody like, likes the right, Audi R8. Like like, <laughs> my dream car is like a Mercedes Benz G Wagon, but I super duper want a Tesla. Like me and Carrie, we talk about Teslas yo, all the yo, time. The Tesla I really want, want a Tesla, Tesla so the, uh, bad. They don't, yo, Tesla not I want the one that the like the doors open like this. I don't know the models. It's yeah. um kind of like it's like not like a sedan. 
it's more like um, like a, like it's a uh, crossover. Okay. It like no, the doors open like like a vented doors. Like I a don't know. Suicide like, doors. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, suicide isn't suicide like that. Okay, so you're talking about vented doors. Come like up, and it comes like suicide doors. Say this is it. This is the door, and it comes like it goes up like that. Yeah. And you could like walk in the car. Mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah. yeah, it has those kind of doors. I saw somebody driving it in Clark. I was like, sis, oh, yeah. money long. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but yeah, that car. Cause like I'm also into like sustainability. Yeah. And stuff like that. Um, and I guess that kind of carries into like why I'm like into chem and so stuff. You're, but so I have like a lot of interests. So your top three. I mean, chem and cars can, can integrate and relate well, to each other. Not, it depends. Well, like cars more like mechanics. And it's mechanics, yeah, but, works, but or like the, the catalyst and stuff that like. Cars yeah, I'm saying the way the way cars. Work. I don't want to do that stuff. <laughs> like that doesn't interest me. But, I mean, so so your top three are Tesla, the Benz. G-Wagon. And G-Wagon and, and the Audi. Audi. Okay, that's a nice little lineup. That's 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 a nice garage right I'm there. I'm a cop. At least one. I need a Volvo. Like the new, new. You never seen the new models? Volvo. Volvos are nice. I'll tell you. I mean, what? I'm sorry. She went from, she went from Audi. Don't say it. Hey, can I finish? Can I finish my list? Can I finish my list? I got a Volvo. A Volvo. You, know, you know you need the, the Mercedes Maybach. Mm. And then. The, the, the Mercedes what? Maybach. Maybach. I think what? I've seen that before. Maybach music. Because Ma- Mercedes bought Maybach. That's why. Um, but, um, okay. and of course, the Audi. Audi, those were my, those were my top. Audi's but Volvo, the reason why, that's they're like nice. That's a family car? No, it's, that's my, that's my person. Like, when I have my family, that's my, <laughs> no one's touching that. And oh. it's, have you seen the Volvos? Damn, you no, you probably even go to the New York Auto Show. That's probably why. I've always wanted to go. And you ain't I've go. So when you go, go, you see and the Volvos. one time I was in Philly, I was like, damn. Bro, the Volvos are things. nice. And here's the other thing. They're one of the most. They're safe. I they're, that yeah, too. exactly. Like, they're <laughs> nice and they're safe. I'm trying to live life on the edge. Okay, you okay. can have that. <laughs> so, like, I'm going to go, like, with the, my normal cars. Since you want to do normal cars, mm-hmm. it'll probably be a Chevy Impala. What? Can we do luxury cars? Like I, got I don't know. Normal he cars said. Too? He Wait. said normal. A Volvo is a luxury car. I'm trying to help him out. You feel me? Because he's wilding. <laughs> yeah, I'm here, just saying, he's wilding. Now we don't luxury. We don't luxury. All right. We need that. We need that Tesla. That red drop. All right. Need that in red. That's a one. You feel me? I need me a push. Okay. I need okay. a push. Okay. You know what? Other car is cute. This is more of a like. I could get this. It's no, not a, a Jag, a Jag. It's a Jag, the, nice. Um, like the BMW that only has two doors, but it's like, it's not like a truck. It's like, I, I love I that BMW. It only got two doors. I knew um, But it's like, it's like a crossover kind of, and it comes in like white. I see it everywhere. I'm like, I could get that I, car. I'm t- I gotta get my hands It's a BMW, on. it's a coupe. And it's like a truck kind it's, of, but it's, it's not a truck. It's yeah. not a coupe. It's like it's half, like, it's like half a truck, half a... You know what a, a um... Do you know what, like a Nissan Murano kind of yeah. looks like? It's like that, but two doors. Oh, Nissan Rogue, I mean, because mm-hmm. the Rogue is, I think, smaller. Yeah. So think of like a Nissan Rogue size BMW on it, but with two doors. Like, it's really cute. It's hard. I don't know the model. I'm going to look it up for What would be like your crew whip, like the whip that you drive with your, with your friends and stuff? The G-Wagon. I will flex on everybody. Nah, I got, that. you know what I want? The Jeep Wrangler. The Wrangler though, the, the Jeep. All, like, I see it in all black. It's like the Jeep Wrangler. Give me the SRT Cherokee, bro. I don't know. I don't know what that is. <gasps> the SRT. Oh my the god. The Jeep Wrangler. You could take the roof off. You could take the whole back off. Yo, you go out. You know the new, the new SRT Jeep. Let me Google gotta, it right gotta, now. Can I say that word? The what? Dang. It's the H word, but it's in the. So this what is, is the, it? The, the SRT. BMW. It's so. Oh yes, I seen that. It's so fire. Yeah, like, that's hard. Oh yeah, yeah, like it's mad. But, um, you see that in Westfield all the time. Well, <laughs> yeah, I see. I'm on my way to work. I see this car. Yeah, if I'm saying the name of a car, can I say the H word? What do you What are you trying to say? I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> it got the Hellcat engine in it. Oh, oh. sad. I'm just the saying, Hellcat, like, like you trying to say, like, yeah. But yeah, but Wait, yo, what's the, the name the of it? Jeep Jeep what a, the Jeep uh, SRT Cherokee? It's the newest one, 2017. It got the Hellcat engine in it. SRT. Oh, I be you know who you know posts this all the time on Instagram. Cool. That comedian went to um Maccabees. Oh, he loves Mar- this. That, yeah, oh, he I loves this it. car, yo. Yeah, this car is nice. Yeah, and then they got the new, the new. Uh, the, the headlights demon? are mean. Did you see the yo. demon that they made, the Challenger. 
The Challenger? The cha it's the fastest production car ever. It's based, yo. It's stock. Oh, I don't know what we're talking about. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, I looked at yeah. that. I know what stock is. Stock is like the basic model yeah, of the car. Yeah, the basic okay. model. The okay. stock version of the, the Demon, it's coming off. Like, it's starting off. Like, like you hit the gas, it'll probably hit like, hit like 16 but hold miles. On. When, when y'all get y'all whips, hoping that you guys are in your careers and everything, are y'all financing or y'all just dropping it? Y'all just dropping all it. All right, so I have this conversation it. all the time. You make no money after you buy a car. Like, your car will only depreciate in value after you buy it. So you might so as well. So whether you buy it full out or finance it, financing is just saying, I'm going to give y'all a little bit, and then y'all giving me a loan for the yeah. rest. But the thing is, if you finance it, you can't drive it. What do you mean you can't drive you it? Can, you can, but... No, sorry, not financing, leasing it. I would say about leasing yeah, it. Yeah, with lease, they give if you, like, restrictions it, you on can't, mileage Yeah, you can't drive like that. like that. But if it's, like, a car you're not used... Like, I'm not about to drive to Florida in the leased car. Like, if I'm, like, commuting to work and it's, like, 15, 20 minutes... I don't think it's a, a bad idea to lease because when you lease, you can have a new car every two years or so. Um, I think it's worth it because it. You drop twenty grand on a car, you will never make that twenty grand back ever. There's no way. But what is it? Is it? Is it? But is it? All right, let's. All right, say, say a car costs forty grand. Mm -hmm. Would it? Wouldn't it be smart to drop ten grand on it and then pay the rest? No, Monthly? because you can drop ten grand on a car. You get a loan for thirty grand. You end up paying back forty grand in the loan. The loan incurs interest, right? Yeah, and they do it so that you you pay more than what the car is worth. So why don't you just pay full price? Do you have forty grand to go buy? A I'm, car? I'm, that's why I ask you when y'all in y'all. That's what I'm saying. If you, but that's to me that it doesn't make sense. If you have forty grand and you think it's smart to buy a car full on, you're part of the problem. So <laughs> like, what what's the best way to do it? I would say to lease your car. Use that forty grand and put money down on a house or like yeah, go buy some stocks or something like that. Like What you, if you like, did that already? I mean if you <laughs> I mean, then go buy your car. But to <laughs> me personally, I don't like okay, so I bought my car for ten grand, right? Mm -hmm. Or my mom bought it, whatever. I will never make ten grand off that car. But that's what I'm saying. If you see a car, it's just a, just a toy. Like, it's, a, it's really just a toy. And then there's some people that do it like that. If you think of it as like a toy, you wanna collect them, all right, cool. Yeah. But as far as like making any like returns or looking at it as an investment, I don't think most people don't buy it for that though. Yeah, yeah, they don't. They depreciate, like you said. It's, it's like an asset. It's you just an that shit off the lot. It's a dump. It's just an asset. That yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't a call it. That's say, why to me it would make more sense. That's that's an investment. It would make more sense to lease it because in two years you're not. All right, let's say you you sign a lease um, for two years, right? Your lease would never really be worth forty grand. Like, you wouldn't, I'm pretty, like, I don't really know how they work, but you would never pay the total value of the car in a lease. Mm. And so it's kind of like you rent in the car, if that makes sense. That's, it, the only really downside happening. is, like, if you, like, God forbid you total the car or something like that, depending pay. on whatever insurance policy you have, you might be liable to pay the whole car back. Um, and that's why Depending on how much time you got left. About yeah. When you lease a car, you have to get full coverage. You, do, you, like have that's exactly you have to get full And then coverage. it's more expensive because you don't own the car. So right. it's like a give and take. But I think as opposed to shelling out 400 grand on the car. 400 I mean, sorry, grand. 40 grand that's on a the Rolls car. That's a Rolls Royce. <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to shelling that much out, there's other options. Yeah. I opinion. think it just depends on the person, the yeah, situation, and, and stuff like that. Because I don't want to tie myself to paying for a car every single month and stuff like that. Yeah, then some but people, they don't mind it. Yeah, so some I think people don't I really mind think that it either. Because mm -hmm. either you come out 40 grand all at once or you could just come out a couple hundred dollars every yeah. month. Like, it's, it's a trade-off. Yeah, it depends. Well, was there anything else you wanted to mention before we, we head out of here? Um... I want to say to all my black people in college right now, male yeah, yeah. Yes. or pay, female, pay attention. Y'all <laughs> have to do your best. Like it's it, the world really is not made for us, but I feel like if we can kind of like show the world that we're not all in that stereotype, that mm -hmm. like oh, like we all what they believe of us to do, like selling drugs and being violent, and like people will be like, oh, you're a chem major. I'm like, yeah. Wow, because like, <laughs> I'm black, I can't like you know like so like I think it's more so about breaking the stereotype, and I feel like in college you have the biggest opportunity to do that. Like, right, you have you're more 
your visibility is so high when you're in college, like, you should take full advantage of that, whether it's meeting with faculty, whether it's interning, like, making sure that you just present yourself the best way possible because once college is done, <coughs> it's kind of like a where are they now mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, right. all right, you was, you was, like, the main guy on campus talking to all the girls, but you graduate, and then it's like, but I didn't really do much. Now you're a clown. Like, you're a clown, and I will <laughs> laugh at you. Like, <laughs> it's like, you know, just just do your best. And right. anything it is that you do, you got to do your best. Take it seriously is pretty and much. Yeah. Like, I, th- I think, for, uh, like, everything you just said, I just want to add on to that. Just Guys, college is a pretty much an investment. You don't want to waste true. your investment. I, like, true. we were literally, literally everything you just mentioned, we talked about this um, in an interview last week with the president mm-hmm. of the school, the student body president, and he was just saying, like, you partying is cool and all that, but yeah. you got to do it in moderation to the point where you actually start planning for your future when you're in school because most of y'all not even paying for your own school and i think that's what it is because they're not they're not coming out of pocket to pay school they, they think they they're not coming <laughs> out of pocket. no it's y'all I mean, okay so funny story all right yeah y'all get y'all refund checks mm-hmm. getting these sneakers you graduate you get let me tell you i graduated Rutgers on may 13th I get an email like Rutgers has notified us that you have graduated. Not even two weeks. Like, oh yeah, they oh yeah, they, they, they want their money own back you. now. They like, they want you, it back bro. right now. And so it's like, yeah, you think that you weren't paying for it, and then you get your loan mm. statement mm-hmm. after it incurs all that interest. Mm-hmm. So you know, you was thinking you took out a thousand dollar, five thousand dollar loan, and then you check one day and your loan is thirty five thousand dollars. Then they tell you, okay, do this payment plan for ten years, but you really end up paying fifty thousand dollars back. People don't know that people don't take that stuff seriously so, when you're not, you know, you're applying so to get the funds and stuff like guys, that. Like, don't think that college just came, like I said earlier. <laughs> anything, any investment works that way, though. No, any type, bro. What investment doesn't have interest on it? When you invest in yourself. All right, side. What investment that doesn't involve money does not have interest on it? What do you mean? I don't understand your question. All right, so he's saying it's a scam because you you know you're taking out these loans, but you're paying more than what it is. But that's because that's the only option you have. That's the it, only option. But, like, but I'm but I'm asking you when do when don't you have to do that in any the, form of investment? When you have civil society and you have oh your own God. colleges, you have your own schools, you have your own institutions, whereas you actually want each other to succeed instead of okay. acting like we want you to succeed. And, okay, so my second point is, do you think companies and big corporations know about these small um, communities and do you think they actually respect them like they would an accredited university? No. No. Because you know why? A school like Rutgers has million-dollar donors. Those million-dollar donors want results. Yeah, like Steve Agalos. And they expect certain things from the students that are let into Rutgers now, or Keene or whatever. let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Why do they do that? What do you mean? Why do they give Rutgers so much money? It's because not just Rutgers. Because they're alumni. Schools have donors all over. Now, let me tell you why. It's a network. I'll break it down for you. Rutgers has students. Students end up becoming the smart people. Who will make, work for those I'm, people. Yeah. Exactly. That's the trap. Why is it a trap? Because you're now like, working for a white person who is racist. Who actually wants you dead? Trump is about to start two wars. It's either going to be civil war, civil war two, or mm-hmm. world war three. Now the difference about this war, it won't be overseas. It's going to be here. It's going to be here on American soil. Who's going to be the first people ship, uh, shipped out? Us, us black people who have financial aid. Why? Because they're going to use all the reserves. It's going to be a nuclear war of mass, uh, mutual mass destruction, assured destruction. Sorry, mutual assured destruction. Mm-hmm. It's going to go crazy. They want us dead. They don't care about us. And we put all our effort into working for them. Yeah. But then there's... That want us always, dead. You don't always have to work for them, though. Like I just said, civil society. You can yes, build yourself. but I also feel like... All right, so like how I told y'all I had to pay like six grand for my master's program. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have a job, nobody was paying for that. Like I use like the bonus for my job to pay me for me to go to school. Mm-hmm. At some point, you kind of have to work for somebody else if you eventually want to work for yourself. Yeah. I really believe that. Everybody doesn't have that luxury of like, I'm going to graduate college, I'm going to start my own business. And then boom, but... Where you get the money from? Where are your investors? And yeah, like I, I have friends that like started their own business and they, um, they go to like different competitions and stuff like that and you know, they get a, awarded prize money. 
But at the end of the day, if they didn't do all that and wasn't out here hustling that hard, where would they get that money from? Where would I get my money from to go to school if I didn't go to work? That's what I'm saying. It is all a trap. No, I think it's deeper than that. It's a systematic trap. I don't think so. Listen. I think it it stems from a lot of things. Like, black people in general aren't that financially savvy. And I don't think it's... You can't expect someone to teach you something that's going to benefit you. You got to get it for yourself is how I honestly feel about it. So the money you make after you graduate from college, you can do whatever you want with it. You know, some people, you can invest in it the right way so you, you can create those civil... The, the, that civil you society that you're trying to make. You get somewhere better or right. like get a, but then, another degree But most before. people don't do that. Yeah, most <laughs> people graduate college, get a job, and then have a brand new car, and I'm sitting here like... you like, uh, mm, mm, okay. All right, you got the car, but you still got to pay back these loans. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could go drop however much you want on some bags, but it's like... Yeah, so it's all, it all depends on the person. Now, you're woke, but you're that 1% of wokeness out of that 100%. So 99 of everybody else is not as woke as you or me or Manessa. And that's the problem. You got to keep instilling it. It don't mean you yeah. shouldn't stop. <laughs> you don't mean we should not And I also feel like it. if it's a resource that you can take, like, you might as well, if someone, if the government is like, all right, you know, I'm going to give X amount of money to underrepresented minorities that are from this town. Are you from that you town? Better you better take that money. What's wrong with you? Like, yeah, like, why I'm, not? I'm just saying. I feel like we're in a trap that's not going to benefit us no time soon. The only way we can change that is to literally either one, I'm not going to say it on the video, so never mind. We'll talk about it off air. Two, (laughs) like civil civil society is the only way. And I'm saying we we build civil society. Mm -hmm. That that ingenious mind that you have, because the thing about civil society is if you you ever analyze a public school system, Mm -hmm. they're not teaching you to teach you. They're teaching you to prepare to be, you to, to become. You yeah. So I heard about that two days ago. They said the official dumbing down has happened. Like it was like these questions they were asking people. And I, I knew the questions. I felt like that was the stuff you learned in school. And I was confused when these grown people were getting it wrong. So I'm like, what are what is everybody learning? I'm a little <laughs> confused here. Listen. And then yeah, remember another thing. If you're really smart, if you're really smart, think about it. I can act dumb, right? Make millions of dollars on Instagram. That's really? the crazy. Yeah, act you dumb. can act dumb. <laughs> act you can dumb act like a fool. Now, watch the switch up. I have a million now. If you, if I, if I ever had a million dollars, best to believe within a year that million is going to be a hundred million. If I have a hundred million dollars, it's over. Game over. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> Game over. Yeah, you I'll put, flip that. You put money. And I won't do anything illegal. I think thing. that that's what should people should be doing. Like, but they're trained to not do it. I don't think that that's it. I think that it comes down to someone's personality. Because I was... they don't teach you no. to understand your personality. You don't I, need to be taught to understand Sun, yourself. Sun nah, Tzu you, said, you do. Sun Tzu said in The Art of War, the easiest way to break somebody down is to kill their spirit. That's it. Once I killed your spirit, You're done. you no longer have your own personality. Remember a great debate. You, you ever heard the saying, you are who you hang around? Exactly, but I also... Okay, this is what I'm saying. It depends on the person. I've, I'm, like I said, I'm very strong-willed and mm-hmm. whatever. I'll know if I'm hanging around with somebody that is just like, okay, I but really But you just said you have a strong spirit. In the There's a lot of people And I said, it, I think it depends on the person. Yeah, but you gotta remember, we live in a country, especially with black people, but, okay. especially with black males, your, your spirit is constantly being broken. By the okay. age of 12, and I'm saying this from, from a personal experience, I got stopped by a cop and told that I was a criminal or I looked like a criminal and got questioned. They sat me down on the corner and people were just walking by looking at me or the cops talking to that kid. Mm-hmm. You feel like a criminal. Mm-hmm. Once you feel like a criminal, now it doesn't take long to say, I got nothing to lose. I'm going to steal this bag of chips. Now, who am I? I'm Trayvon okay. Martin getting shot in the street. I'm Michael Brown getting shot in the street. Mm-hmm. I, sh- I, I changed that. Don't say Trayvon Martin. Trayvon didn't even commit a crime. He was just walking back right. to his dad's house. Mm-hmm. Michael Brown who took a bag of chips, did not deserve to be shot down. I don't care what you right, say. Right, right. Detention, maybe, but shot down? Come on. Like, they kill a spirit every day. Yeah. A black person die? They're going to make sure you know about and it. So you can know, y'all die every day. And this, this is where the homework work uh, comes into play. It's, it's as black people, as a, com- as a community, as a whole nation of black people, 
we have so much homework to do. That's why we don't have the time to be <sighs> playing around. Playing around. You don't like <laughs> you like I get it. You know, one person like, well, I'm just trying to live the best of my life, carefree. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But if you look at your history and you look at your ancestors, your ancestors didn't go through that for you to just be doing mediocre stuff. They didn't go through all of that just for you to accept uh, everything that they've given you because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to be a slave, most likely psych- psychologically. <laughs> you feel me? And and that's what he's trying to say. Like, yeah. you, you, you're in prison, but you don't want to accept the fact that you're in prison Okay, so then my question is... How do you help people that aren't cognizant of the help you're trying to give them? Are they just alone? You got to meet them where they're at. Uh, yeah. You have exactly to meet them where said. they're at. You got to meet them where they're at. You got you got to know how to say something extremely educated the dumbest way you could possibly say it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to say No, he's right. He's right. You know who's mastered that art? Rappers. Hip-hop has mastered... And even Obama said it. They have a way of putting so much information... Into a small little song. Yeah. And if you really listen to a hip hop song, especially people like Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. Jake, yo, J. Cole. That's my guy. Yeah. <laughs> that, you yo. know that's my guy. I know, I that's know. That's my guy. Yo, I thought ASAP Rocky would. No, yo, she used to go hard for ASAP yes, Rocky. Because bro. he's fine, but I've always said J. Cole is yo, my number bro. one rapper. Every time, every time I level up on my wokeness, I listen to a J. Cole song that I've been heard. And hear a line, and I'm like, what's, what's, what's my favorite song? Concert, what's my favorite J. Cole I was at his song? Can I live? Can I was at his concert at Made in America. He was telling us this story about he was in the studio. You know, mm-hmm. he was always in the studio, always studio. He moved to the suburbs. He was in the studio. Yeah. His neighbors thought he was doing something suspicious. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the and video of the, the police going into this his is house. At a concert. He has the clip of police officers Rating. covering his um, camera. And rating it. Rating he put it in a um he put it in a documentary for yeah. your eyes only. Mm-hmm. And I was I was That's watching terrible, I was at that concert, bro. I was like I guess wow. the neighbors no, think no, I'm selling dope. Yeah, 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 Son, yeah, yeah. Can, can I live is like top three. Yeah, from can I live? Can I live is, bro. Is top three. If you if you yeah. can I live? She knows can I live. She knows can I live. But yeah, we gotta get out of here though. Yeah, for real, for real. Yo, <laughs> um before we get out of here, if you are an up and coming model, y'all about to fly. Oh. <laughs> so flying. Yo, side, get this fly. It? This, it's somewhere. Um, if you're an up-and-coming model and you're looking to build your portfolio, um, if you'd like to book photo shoots, uh, if you're trying to be an actor or an actress and you're interested in like doing short films to build your resume up um, for you know for acting for your acting career, I'd suggest you guys hit up Hussein, our videographer, um, at theundefeatedlosers.com. You can also follow them on Instagram at undefeated losers um also follow me gene the genius at i'm a gene yes at i am a j e e n y e s manessa what's your ig twitter n-e-s-s-a underscore l-l nessa underscore l and you already know mine is google that guy god made that's g-u-r-u dot g-o-d m-a-d-e google dot god made yeah yeah I'm Gene the Genius. I'm Sad the Guru. And this has been another edition of Nabra Talk, and we are out of here.